Blessed Are You Among Women by Sarah Phillips, read by Kelly Jane McGlynn. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country, to the city of Judah, and she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the voice of your greeting came to my ears, the babe in my womb leapt for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Luke 1, 39-45 You don't need me to tell you Christmas is here. Chances are, at this past week, you've been rushing around trying to get last-minute errands completed. I had a mental list of must-dos running through my own head. So as I read the gospel for the final Sunday of Advent, I was struck by how Mary prepared for Christ's coming. Mary received the biggest news of human history, the coming of the Messiah, through her. And what did she do? Mary set aside her own agenda and went with haste to visit her cousin Elizabeth. At this point, Elizabeth's pregnancy is entering the final trimester, and no doubt this older mother is tired and in need of assistance. I imagine Mary must have had a lot of thoughts running through her head on the way to Judah. Is Elizabeth really pregnant in her old age? She must be. But really? And how am I going to explain my situation to Elizabeth? Will she believe me? Mary's arrival is one of those great moments in history— a moment that reverberates throughout the ages that follow. The simple story of two pregnant women meeting carries so many implications. Some of the five themes that stick out to me include, number one, Mary's faith. Mary was obedient to God and put faith in him. She set aside her own comfort and questions to help Elizabeth. Mary's virtue shines through here, and God throws in a little reward, a miraculous and joyful greeting from Elizabeth. Number two, Elizabeth's selflessness. Elizabeth's news is a pretty big deal. Her husband receives a vision from an angel, and she conceives in her old age after years of waiting. Yet her first response focuses not on her big news, but on Mary's. This reveals Elizabeth's virtue and also adds emphasis to the reality that Mary's news holds even more profound implications for humanity than Elizabeth's miracle. Number three, the humanity of the unborn. In those days, pregnant women didn't enjoy the luxury of ultrasound technology. Yet God makes the humanity of these little ones very clear here. Elizabeth exclaims, And why is this granted me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Elizabeth refers to Mary as mother in the present tense, and she refers to the growing baby inside of Mary, who probably wasn't even showing yet with his proper title, Lord. God was with us the moment Mary conceived, and even the unborn John the Baptist recognized this. Number four, God works through fellow human beings. God could have found any number of ways to communicate his message that day. He chose to speak through Elizabeth and John and the communion between Mary and Elizabeth. He also brought help to Elizabeth during her last trimester through Mary and comfort to the newly pregnant Mary through Elizabeth. Number five, God's love for women. How can there be any doubt that God has a special place in his heart for the fair sex after reading of Mary and Elizabeth's stories? God could have arrived on earth in any form he chose. And while the rest of the world remained ignorant, two women basked in the presence and knowledge of the Lord 
I am sure great theologians can extract even more from the story, but I'll leave it here for today. As you celebrate Christmas, imitate Mary who treasured up the mysteries revealed to her and pondered them in her heart. Intersecting Faith and Life How has God been present in your life this holiday season? Think of the little ways God makes his presence known to you and brings you comfort and joy even in the midst of trials. For further reading, check out Psalm 80, 2-3, 15-16, and 18-19, and Hebrews 10, 5-10. Hey listeners, thanks for joining us for the Crosswalk.com devotional podcast. To get all of our episodes straight to your phone during the week, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. To find more devotional content like this, head over to Crosswalk.com. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.